You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead and pull up a chair. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Bill Dawes. Welcome to the After Laugh. Um, there's been a, a break in LA because we had rain, which is so crazy. So uh, the yard is now almost dry. It is probably the coldest night I've ever done this podcast, but it's very fitting because I have Summer from Finland here. I have my friend, fellow Laugh Factory comic, Ismo. Uh, hello. <laughs> I love it. Now let's get into the person that is Ismo. Now, I, let me just say, my, my introduction to Ismo was uh, the Laugh Factory was holding a contest that was an international contest. It was a search for the funniest, what's the title, Ismo? The funniest person in the world? The funniest comedian in the world? The, the person. Fu- the, funniest, the funniest person in the world. Um, and I guess it went, I don't know how they distributed it, but um, Ismo was the first winner of that. So he came to L.A. shortly after that. We'll get to your story about this. And I think that my first thought and everyone's first thought was, who the fuck is this guy that's the funniest person in the world? Okay. So I imagine, I imagine showing up, um, maybe that <laughs> felt weird or that's a weird title to claim. But Isma won the f- competition, and I didn't know much about it, but it was a huge, huge international phenomenon. So I want to he- hear about your experience. Let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, you, you obviously grew up in Helsinki? Uh, well, I lived there for a while before moving here, but uh, I grew up in another city, uh, oh. Jyväskylä. Jyväskylä. Yes, that was perfect. my second guess. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, great. <laughs> and so you grew up there, and you, and were you, did you have, er, I imagine in Finland you didn't have early aspirations to be a comic. Uh, well, I kind of, well, when I was a kid, I definitely, because I, cause I hmm, okay, so it's, it's complicated. Let's hear your story, Ismo. Okay, it's complicated. Like, I was really into jokes and humor and comedy in all forms like like comic strips and yeah. and funny mag- like mad magazine mm-hmm. i had i read that and all the sketch shows uk and finnish sketch shows on tv and like impersonators and funny songs and all that like i was really into that but there was no stand up in finland i i could i couldn't see that anywhere so i don't even really know about stand up basically as a kid because it didn't really exist there and there was no YouTube or there's no that. live, but did you yeah. did you see like old Eddie well, Murphy or Richard Pryor? Well, I, I I think the first things I saw was the, the end of Seinfeld episodes, the half a minute. Oh yeah. So that was like okay, there's a brick wall and that's stand up. So mm-hmm. I, I I saw that. I think that was the first thing I saw, and I might have seen like something from Eddie Murphy, like like the raw Eddie Murphy's sure. raw, but like maybe that aired on Finnish TV or something, even though it had like. What two hundred and forty-two fucks, <laughs> but uh, um, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's. So were you an only child? Did you did you were you? No, I have a baby brother. You have a baby uh, brother. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's and um, usually and, uh, the actually old I have another brother, but he's like super older than me, so. So you're didn't really you're the, the neglected middle child. Well, but basically the first in the in in the household because they got it. The big brother never lived there. Yeah, yeah. And were your parents funny people? Were your parents just kind of. I mean, I imagine they were just fishing. That's all I have. Mm. You're in Finland. You're fishing. You have a boat. There, there's mm. ice fishing. I th- I, we, they had a ro- rowboat 
once, but like they hated both. <laughs> but like they never went like fishing or boating. And they were definitely. just normal people. Yeah. But my dad is an eye doctor. An eye doctor. Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, mine was mostly stay at home mom. Sure. Got and, it. And uh, but so yeah, they actually I think they were funny sometimes like they, yeah. they they appreciate like people like in the di- dinner table like people like hey has anybody heard any good jokes lately or like so people told jokes and and they also took like funny comic strips if it's really funny like like a you know like a three picture comic strip is it yeah, just yeah. a strip yeah, yeah, uh, yeah like a newspaper like they they, know, they yeah. taped them to the bathroom bathroom okay. door so when we, we were sitting there you could read those so, so as a kid you were getting this stuff was did you feel that uh, your parents were encouraging along this path, or when, when did it start seeming like it's something that you actually looked at into your future, or was that way down the line? Yeah, way way later. Like, so you I, went to college, I imagine, right? Yeah, university. For what? Physics. Yeah, I was about to say, Isbo. <laughs> one of the things that sort of I love about you, and also surprised me about you, is sometimes you go on stage and you talk about trying to struggle with the English language, and then I watch, I go. You speak better than any of the other comics on the show. You know better English than me. You speak better English. You use big words. You're super articulate. I'm like, wait, are you conning me, motherfucker? So physics is obviously like that's not for dum-dums. Well, I guess, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was really into science, like physics and astronomy and chemistry. And, like I, I was really good at that in high school, and then I went to study it. But I wasn't really that into it in the university anymore. So you uh, got to so I was an aerospace engineer in college, by the way. Oh, I, really? Um, but I was probably worse student than you. So you, you got you got to physics, and when you got to university, you were just you lost your interest in it. Well, I well I kind of not completely, but it was so different. Like I remember, like in high school, I always was in the front row, and I was just asking questions. Oh, Raise like, your like, teacher. Yeah, and I was like, I'm really interested. <laughs> but then university is like 400 people in a lecture hall you couldn't ask anything and it then yeah. and it was just huge calculations like the calculations were and you never talked about the actual like how big is jupiter like planets and yeah like kind of the, fun the thing stuff. that interests you about physics was yeah. gone once you got yeah to university. then it was just like super complicated calculations. theoretical and mathematical yeah yeah so all like integrals that like huge so uh i wasn't really into that anymore and then i i I studied some like philosophy and other. Like, I just studied lots of different subjects. Yeah. Uh, in the university, yes, kind of passing the time, and I yeah. was kind of thinking I'm gonna be a student forever. Sure. You can do that. You like, could, yeah, you can do that in America too. Yeah. So it's uh, but in Finland it's free. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The university. Oh, that's is free. right. So so and so. you did you did uh, military service after high school before university. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you're in university. You're going along doing your stuff. You're not that interested. And you're always a funny guy. You're probably making your friends laugh. You're the uh, yeah. And I was I was doing funny songs actually. Actually in the army. Funny songs. Like in the, yeah in the army I did f- the first funny songs I did like I put new lyrics. I was singing about the army like how how much the, being in the army sucks. Kind of like funny songs for people in the army. So you actually played them your, with the guitar. In your barracks in the guitar with yeah. your little white T-shirt and everyone's like, hey, Ismo's got the song. Yeah yeah yeah. That's I did amazing. That in the army and um, and then after the army then I. I still sometimes sang those songs. I wrote a few army yeah. songs at, at like parties and stuff to people. And but then like six months after the army, I was like, nobody cares about the army anymore. <laughs> like, and like, like it's I don't want it. So I I tried to what other songs could I do? And then I, then I did uh, porn, like sex, like dirty songs, basically. Dirty songs. So and where I, did you perform these songs? Just at parties. At parties. Like, you were the guitar guy at the party. Yeah. Oh, Ismo. 
Yeah. I just lost some respect for you. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, there's and at rock festival, like I, I, I loved going to like rock festivals uh-huh. in Finland. The summer is crazy. Like everybody, every weekend there's big, huge rock festivals. Yeah, it's warm and people go go yeah, nuts when it's warm crazy. and the sun doesn't go down at all and it's really. It's nice in the summer, so I I just love being like at the where the tents are and just you'd play, go play, play guitar, guitar and you yeah. get you get a um, and people loved it. People were responding to it. Yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed it and like so. But that was the yeah that was the only comedy I've done th- at that point. Like yeah, I w- I was lots I was writing sketch ideas like even way younger like ideas for like TV sketches. Sure, that's the only thing I thought if you want to do something funny you have to do sketches you have to get a sketch show on tv basically. yeah of course well that makes so, sense there's a lot of variety uh, shows yeah because there was no stand-up like that so but then then well then stand-up kind of came to my hometown it came to finland in the 90s i think a little bit but i didn't see it anywhere yeah so uh but then in my hometown 2001 they started like a monthly like a, at the student at the university like the at student, the university like student bar like kind of just next and to at university. this point you're out of university yeah okay so yeah, I went study university started for me 1999. Okay. And then 2001 I saw stand up live for the first time and I just loved it. I was like this Was blown it American away. comics or they No, no, Finnish Finnish comics? He, local Finnish guys. Local Finnish guys. And then like ma- they're always like the guy who started the club uh he always brought like one guy from like Helsinki or somewhere yeah. who was like the headliner. But yeah. the the local guys were actually sometimes way funnier than the Oh for sure. So it was uh I really admired them, and I I went to I think like four times, like four months. I think I went to see it every time, yeah. And they always had like an open mic spot. Like if if somebody wants to do five minutes or something, they actually didn't even have a time limit at first because they didn't realize you need a time <laughs> limit. So one guy did like half an hour open mic. That was sort of so that that happened. I think so. Uh, then they put a time limit at some point, but. Uh, but so yeah, you, then hop, I, you hopped on that show. You got on one of those shows. Yeah, or? yeah. I think it's like it's it's a great venue. I still they still do the, yeah. that monthly night is still going on there. It's like three hundred oh, wow. people in the audience. Great, amazing. Really and how did you first get on? Was it something? Did you have friends sort of coaxing you? Was it one night you got drunk? Because a lot of people, I, I think there's so many people in the world that want to do stand up. Or like I've always wanted to try it. Yeah. And then there are lots of people like I've written a whole set down for the past two years, but never got on stage. So getting on stage for the first time is a yeah. real barrier for a lot of people. Well, that's I rarely run into people who say that I have a whole set written down. That's that's that's. There's normally people that I should try uh, it, but they uh, never write well, anything welcome down. Welcome to Los Angeles. I okay. mean, everyone's like you know not doing but writing. So um, uh, yeah. so to get that first spot, what do you do? You you, you put your name in a hat. You put money. How no, did I you? Just I just called the guy. Actually, it was the guy's hey. phone number. Yeah. For the tickets, like it was like <laughs> just he gave his phone number in the ad or whatever yeah. email they were he was sending to market it so i just called him that like i i, I think i'd like to try so i first i i i came up with some jokes so i i came up with a so you committed to it and then you wrote the jokes because you're like okay now i'm gonna go yeah on okay. i think i i spent like after the first time i saw it live i spent the whole four months thinking what can i Calculate, say what, what's my yeah. joke and then i kind of got it at some point i had a few ideas and i i, I collected a few friends in living room and just do it for them yeah, yeah, yeah a couple of times kind of tried do you remember your out. first jokes yeah yeah uh just one just one i always like the beginning jokes well actually well that's the thing like the whole style i had then and kind of still do is uh i took a premise and then i just stretched it stretched it that's so the best. yeah it was uh my first premise i think was that i i saw uh it's kind of a finished thing but it's like it's. I even brought it on the stage, like a ad 
for like window washer, like two bottles of window washer for the price of one. Yeah. And then I was like, this is really gonna tempt people to to party because like that's the known thing there that the like the really bad alcoholics, homeless people, they drink window washer. <laughs> really? But, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's just stop for a second. <laughs> window washer. Now, is that Windex? Is that the something sh- the like blue I don't, shit that you yeah, s- like something you use for like you wash like you put in the car's window the, the thing the, in the, the car peeing boy. What what's the thing like <laughs> <laughs> the, the peeing boy? The thing you you put this and it sprays the window. That S- liquid window washer liquid window washer liquid uh, for cars. Yeah, for cars. Okay, so I don't know what that liquid is. But um, but that's the thing you pour in the car. You open the thing in oh. the car and you pour it in. Okay. That thing. I wish I wasn't so stupid because I'm sure there's a very easy answer. But it sounds like some sort of uh, coolant, maybe. We, no, no, it's Windex. Maybe it's Windex. I don't know. Some, some. I just got one. Will you turn in your wipers and go the yeah, wiper you pray, fluid? When you think, push the thing in the car, it sprays water. <laughs> it sprays something on your windshield. Yes. Whatever it's it is, it's not good. Yeah, it's not healthy. It's not for drinking. It's, it's, and in Finland, there's a problem with alcoholics drinking this. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a known thing there because like alcohol is kind of expensive in Finland. It's taxed heavily, and also it's you can't like on Sundays you can't buy it and yeah. it's like you you have the, you only can get it from like the strong stuff you can get it from government run stores yeah at certain hours so i i don't know what's the reason it's not that expensive but it's it's still way cheaper to drink window washer i think if you really have oh, a problem wow. and it's it's it has ethanol so it's alcohol but of it, course, it's of course. like po- they, they just poison it so people wouldn't drink it yeah so but some people really manage to conquer <laughs> the poison <laughs> poisoning and, and uh, so yeah so that was just the thing that and Two then, for one. This is for alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. and then okay. I just, I did like, I think I did almost ten minutes on that subject. Just all the wow. commercials that was on TV. I put them, like, changed the slogans for the window washer for for alcoholics, and it was and it was funny. And yeah. I all the different types, like, I, it was just along. And I think I did almost like fifteen minutes on my first. Oh game. wow! And you and you laughs the whole way. You killed. Yeah, yeah it was. Wow. Good. Yeah, and it was. And I regret that I never recorded the first, first three I didn't record. I think. Yeah. But then on from the fourth gig ever, I have until now I have recorded everything. Oh really? Yeah. You recorded on your uh, but like phone. Phone, but yeah, I used to have a C cassette tape, like you press record and play. You had the huge, kick, <laughs> <laughs> huge thing on the on stage, and then I had mini disc. Uh huh. And then I had uh, like the Olympus the recorder, and then now it's just the phone. Obviously. Now it's just your phone. And do you listen to everything that you record? Never. <laughs> I was about to say, wow, you're so diligent. Oh, but yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm just a hoarder of stuff, <laughs> like in that way. But, uh, um, but yes, of course, if I do like a new material night, I li- and some of the old gigs, I definitely did it many times because I did just one gig a month and yeah. it was like a huge event. But yeah, yeah. Now, so yesterday you, you, I did five. So it's now it's. You did five shows yesterday. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And Friday uh, also. So do you uh, do you ever get in weeks. situations? Because I do this when I have two shows a night, where I do a joke. I'm like, did I just say that joke? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, you do five shows. You must be like, what the fuck have I talked about at this point? Yeah, it doesn't really happen that much. Because normally I have like a kind of a logical, what, yeah. which comes first. And like, even though I change it around, I I try lots of new stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it's still yeah. That doesn't really. I, I don't know. I, Thanks I for making me feel stupid, Ismo. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, I do it all the time. So um, all right. So let's let's go back to the so the five minutes going on. You you did it then. You went oh, 50 minutes. You did really well. And at that point, you're like, this is this is it. This is what I want to do. Well, did you know that you wanted to do it as a career at that point? Yeah. Like, 
but I, even then I had no idea that that's something you do can it. do as a job. Yeah. It was just some students fooling around basically. It was just like I never thought you can make money doing that. That yes. never occurred to me. But then mon- months later I did the second gig. At there, the same place? At the same place. Yeah. They had me back. They were like, yeah, you can come back. And now you can come back as like, uh, they invited. So it wasn't an open mic anymore. I didn't even realize that. Did they pay you for the, this Well, time? that's the thing. After the show, backstage, they just handed me like 100 euros. And I was Whoa. like, that was like, that was the biggest. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I never thought you could like get. And 100 like, euros for like 15 minutes yeah, is, still, like, is still good. Yeah, because like the student allowance, like there's like a thing you get from the government if you're studying. Yeah. You get. 260 euros a month at least at back then and yeah. that kind of was enough like you get something for the rents like uh, on top of that but like i lived on that basically <laughs> so wow. 100 euros that was a lot yeah so that was uh that was really uh it was crazy and uh, i uh yeah that uh, that i still didn't think that you could do that as a job because like i didn't know anybody whose job was a yeah. comic, and you couldn't see that anywhere so it wasn't like on the table but then then I did like I did that club like every month after that well, summer I think there was a break or something and then I remember the first year from the first gig uh, a year later I did my maybe thirteenth gig so I did like twelve once, gigs yeah once <laughs> like a month, a month yeah. once a month basically so it was definitely not a lot but then after that it just took off and then I like two thousand and two in the spring I did my first gig and two thousand three spring i did my 10th or 11th gig or something and yeah. then by the end of that year i was on finnish tv oh so wow it happened really so fast, how did so. the finnish tv job happen? they had a uh, talk show uh, like a weekly talk show it was like every thursday and and they they had this one stand-up comic who was doing some rip, rip, like interviewing people and stuff and and she she was getting she was quitting that and they were looking for somebody to replace and then they saw my gig and they oh, they were there in the audience, like scouting. Yeah, basically. Or actually, uh, the the comic who was quitting the show, she had seen me and she recommended me, oh, and then right. they came to see my. And then, then we did a couple of uh, like just practice things, and it went really well. And then suddenly, I was basically every Thursday on TV for like two years. Oh wow. Okay. So so, and I imagine in Finland, to have a local show. A local comedy show was it kind of like Daily Show, John Stewart? Were you talking about politics and? Oh, it was like events? a, it was like a general. Just they interviewed people from the news, like just like a yeah talk show interview, like a not super funny show, but like kind of more like current events, but also some Good funny Morning things. America type of thing. I guess you were like, kind of like the f- but like you it were was the funny the guy. Evening, so it was like yeah Thursday evenings, like ten o'clock. And how many people were on the show? Was it you and a it co-host? It like to, uh, so okay. I lived in my town, Yuvaskula. Yeah. That's like three hours from Helsinki. And uh, and uh, the show was filmed in Helsinki, obviously. And there was two hosts. They took turns interviewing, and then they had like a beginning monologue or something. So, And then I was on my couch at home with a internet connection that was like ISD, and like, like it was 2000. Yeah, it was like really weird noises when they made the connection, and yeah. sometimes it failed and stuff. But uh, that, yeah, 2003, four, yeah. something like that. So. Uh, then I did it. I did it live through the internet, so I could oh, hear wow. the studio audience laughing. And I just, I always wrote like something topical or something weird. I, I never used my stand-up bits in that because yeah. I figured I'm doing it every week, so I'm gonna run out of stuff if of I course. just. So I just wrote like the whole Thursday. I spent always trying to write something current, and uh, 
then I just did it on the, like three minutes basically it's just like a weird monologue yeah and uh, and that really helped and they were recording you from your town that I'm not gonna pronounce yeah. from the from the studio and you just do your little yeah rant. They always like hey let's continue let's contact our Yuvascula uh, uh, correspondent and oh like, that's great and every so, week yeah oh that's amazing so you did this for two years and uh, even maybe even longer and then at, at some point we changed it so we did like I was walking around and they cut it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I moved to Helsinki. No, I didn't move. No, I didn't move then. I just, but I was gigging. I was in the train all the time because I was just back gigging. and forth, back yeah. and forth. At this point, is there is there a comedy club in Helsinki that uh, you can work at? Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah there was a few, like, well, still, I wouldn't say that there is in Finland, in general, there's like a comedy club that club. Uh, like a club like like the laugh factory that's only do like yeah. that's comedy every day it's we say they are clubs but they are like regular nights in theaters or bars that have been running for years but it's still they have other stuff too got it so. got it. that makes a lot of sense okay so uh so this is great so you're doing this everything's everything's going along well you do this show um now at this point i imagine you're not doing any other jobs this is your only job right yeah, well i i was still studying for like a year after the TV show started, I was okay. still studying. But then the second year, then I I, I think I did one cla- class, and then I just dropped out. Are you getting recognized at this point? Like when you walk around the streets, people are like, it's Ismo. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's so long ago. But yeah, I think yeah, the, definitely the TV show did. And but at that point, I didn't understand that I could like start touring or anything. But yeah, there was like reg- like there was like. People were arranging gigs in different countries, so I did like 20 minutes set somewhere. What with was like your first three. country that you went to? No, 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 d- different cities in different Finland. Different cities, okay. So it's all in Finland, because like the language, yeah. nobody else speaks that language. Yeah, and you're doing all your, your comedy in, in, in Finland. this yeah. part. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I was just doing like clubs, but then at only at like maybe 2009 and eight, I realized that, hey, I, I can, I could actually like do a solo show. I could do an hour. Yeah. Like. I had lots of stuff and then I started to at some point like 2009 and 10 and then I started to like tour properly and but uh, but it was actually 2005 when I did my first English English gig so not that long after starting like a few years yeah and that was in Finland you did a 2005 English gig yeah at an English club I guess or a club uh, well actually I I I think I tried a little bit on some Finnish like a new material night we yeah 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 put on somewhere uh, in English and I didn't I think it was kind of weird but then I just I went to London because this one Finnish guy was actually living in London his comic he moved back to Finland after a couple of years but he was there at that time so he helped me to get a few spots oh okay uh, in London and just like tiny open mics kind of like tiny clubs yeah, yeah but yeah. it's still like okay and then I did a few gigs and at least half of the jokes went okay in English yeah like and I had no idea if people like I was really into wordplay I, and I didn't even translate any of my Finnish jokes I just wrote new English puns basically like <laughs> wordplay stuff yeah 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 so yeah. and how did so 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 things are kind of moving along and uh, the funniest person in the world how did that come about how did you hear about that and what was that process like? That was 2014, so that was yeah. So we have five years to cover. So five years th- at this point. Yeah. Now you're now you're touring. Are you doing a lot of different countries other than England? Well, I, I not really because I was I was just doing lots of Finland, of course, and then I I went to London and Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. Oh, so you did a times. show there. I did that a few times, 2007 and eight, and and things in London, and then 
I did like Sweden and Norway a few gigs here and yeah. there, but not much. So people who don't know about the Edinburgh uh, Festival, it's probably one of the most uh, most famous live theater festivals in the world, probably right? Yeah, it's and yeah, and stand up is like it's like m- most of the stuff is stand up, but there's theater and music and film and and it's like the biggest festival I think in the world because it's an open festival, so anybody basically can bring a show there. If Anyone they can, can just, bring a show. Yeah, if they can just find a venue that books them and like. And then you have to get audience members to come. So how did you get audience members to come see you? Yeah, you, you have to flyer, which is uh it's just have to stand and flyer, <laughs> or hire somebody to do it for you and. Yeah. But so you just go around like staple flyers to trees and tape them everywhere. And like I think you can't staple them. Like it, 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 there's rules. Like it's, it's like you have to do the posters in certain places. And I don't even know. I always hired a guy to do it. I, oh, first good. year I did flyering myself a little bit, and it was terrible. Like I couldn't do it. But um, but people would uh, show up to the shows, right? Yeah. And then by like the end of the festival, how many weeks would that be? That's almost four weeks. So by the end of it, there's a word of mouth and people are showing up. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So it's. And it's 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 kind of a fun thing. At least back then. Now I I did it did it last year. I haven't done it like I sometimes. I did it like four times or something together or five. But uh, now when I'm older, it's like it's just too long, and it's like I don't want to party that much. Because <laughs> uh, everyone's drinking like a yeah, madman. Yeah, and it's kind there. of and it it's 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 great for like it's. I think there's like two thousand and five hundred comics. Wow. It's great. All so doing one-hour shows. Well, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like some of are just doing a part uh. of a compilation show, but mo- mostly most people bring their own show, and the venues can be super small. It can be just like ten people. Yeah, sometimes, but like also and all all the way from big hall. So there's like 450 venues, I think. Then some have sub rooms, and they all have a show from noon to midnight every day for a for a month. Wow. So it's and I imagine the crowds must be pretty fucking rowdy. You have a bunch of people traveling from all over. Getting drunk. Yeah, it de- like if your show is at 11 p.m., yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah depending. And like, actually, when I, I do second language, it's people try, people tend to heckle less, I guess. Cause As like, a, well, it's just because like they feel that well, they're being Well, it's kind of like they really, like, okay, uh, it's, it's kind of, it maybe puts them off, like, kind of like puts them like, ah, I yeah. can't heckle this guy because can he even speak English? <laughs> 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 it's, it's, uh, so, yeah. But yeah, sometimes it was really rowdy there, and some London clubs. Yeah. And, uh, and now, some, do you do you yeah. find that when you speak, um, because uh, now now your your English is great, obviously, and you've been here for a while. Um, do you feel that you um, it's become a character? The kind of like I don't know what I'm not good at English thing. I know it's authentic to who you are, but do you feel it's something? Because it's also something that you could probably use forever. Well, you know what I, I mean? I, maybe I noticed when I moved here that some jokes I accidentally kind of spoke even worse English than I could <laughs> for a few jokes for the punchlines or something. But I think I stopped that like a while ago, and now I, I just hope my English would get better. Because like, I feel I don't really, for the jokes, I don't really need to speak like super broken English. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just... Like obviously I have an accent. I don't. I don't think I ever can lose the accent. But I don't think I really need it for like for the jokes because it's still like okay. I like I'm figuring out the language. But I yeah. did that in Finland also. Like I I found lots of weird and funny things in Finnish language. Yeah. Even exactly. though I was from there. So that's and just, I spoke that's it. part. Of the, that's part of the fabric of your humor and who yeah. you are. Just breaking down language yeah. and figuring out. Yeah. And it's like I of course the jokes I do here I do from a foreign perspective because that's yes. that's true here. But if I was born here, I could do. I think I could do the same jokes. But you then could then do the, the same my jokes. Pers- p- perspective would just be like 
I'm trying to teach them to somebody for yes. it or something. Yes. So I think it's yeah. Now you you might know I- I- Ismo from you, you had two bits that went viral. I would say. I mean, liar bits got a lot of views. That, but two of them and they have sort of similar premises and they're and they're sort of. They're kind of the definitive take on 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 the subject. I think you say how people use the word shit in English. Yeah. And how people use the word ass in English. Yeah. And um, once you hear it, it's great. And then you kind of go, "Fuck! I guess I can't do a joke about that anymore." You know, because it's sort of like you break, you take that premise, you go all the way to the end with it about how people yeah. use the word shit and how the people word ass. And um, I almost feel it's like you could have a whole special or series where you just take a like have you done it with fuck yet um i kind of tried it a couple of times but it's it's way it's it's not it's such a tougher word it's it's harder because it's it's not as funny for some reason and it's it's hard like the ass and the shit thing they i really found the angle for those and they are kind of it's basically similar you do a dictionary about one word yeah but, but the the actual jokes are kind of different in shit and ass. Yeah. And if I do fuck, they would be definitely. It, but it's and it's kind of more obvious. I think the fuck thing. I think. Yeah. Shit and ass people are really like, they come to the after the after the show and they say they're really blown away. They never thought about. But everybody thinks of fuck. I think it's more obvious, so it's harder. I oh, think. interesting. So are there other words that you feel like you want to, um, or that you're working on? You're like here's here's another word that confuses me in English. That has so many weird meanings. Yeah. That I want to unpack. Well, definitely, uh, yeah. But th- those definitely have been the most fruitful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and the, the ass bit is like four minutes, but the shit is now like more than ten minutes. But I put the shit online like four minutes of it. like it's like less than a half. Yeah. So when when I do it live, it's more. And I no- normally I don't do ass and shit in the same gig. I was about I to say it's kind of like because they are connected. Because yeah. I, can, I guess I could, but I don't want to do like to 15 minutes. Like that's like quarter of the. Yeah, set. exactly. Like, so I now I've been doing the shit show joke when I'm when I'm doing it live. Not yeah. I haven't done the ass joke in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that's the one that really went super viral on on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I remember that. So it's it's crazy, but uh, but yeah, there's like there's some words that are not that funny, but like I was just writing down some ideas about like hot. It's so weird that hot. Yeah. It means like we have a fire here. Like it's okay temperature, or popularity. Or sexiness, yeah. Or uh, spicy food, yeah. So th- th- I think there were a few more. Like it, it, it means like those things are not related. Like being, being uh, sexually desirable, and being like spicy, <laughs> with yeah. Chili, it has no connection. Yeah, but for it's sure. still both is hot. So there's lots of those words that you can. But that's. I guess it's hard to find words. That have more meanings than shit, and if anyone yeah, listening and knows and words that have more meanings than shit and the words around shit, like taking a shit and you are the shit. I mean, I think that's I think I think that's such a brilliant bit. I kind of wish I could like murder you and bury you and then take the bit and, and <laughs> delete all your YouTubes. Um, <laughs> no, it's a really brilliant bit. So um, thanks, thanks a lot. Let's uh, let's go back to uh, so 2005, 2010. Now you're up to 2014. Um, and you're just still going around. Are you doing more TV? Has, have other things opened up for you? Yeah, and vi- I've been, you know, I've done tons of different TV shows, like just a lot. As an actor as well? Uh, well, I did, I did, um, I did like a sitcom for two seasons, like a, uh, that was just called Ismo, and I played myself. So that was basically. Oh, so acting. you were like the Seinfeld of Finland? Well, kind of, yeah. Like 
we had eight episodes per season, so uh, it's not like Seinfeld has. But sure, that's that's legit. So how many seasons did you do of that? Two. Two. Then I moved here. And actually, I moved here and in middle of like basically after the first season and then we did half of the second season we filmed something here and we filmed something in Finland. Oh, okay and but then i just said that i i don't want i want to concentrate here yeah starting stuff here so so i just stopped it uh yeah. and did you write the sitcom yourself uh, you i didn't like write the scripts but i i definitely wrote most of this like the stories like the ideas like how yeah. the, like but we had writers who actually wrote the lines but and then i was like change that <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then we had the director and everybody had into input to it but but it was so much work like so much work for yeah. like an episode and and still it's and i i didn't just have the energy because uh, yeah because yeah because i wanted to start like I, I wanted to concentrate here so now i go to finland to do tours like i've been going twice a year but this year i might only go once yeah for like a three weeks or something to do tour but that's the only thing i've been doing basically okay. and i might actually i might do a tv we, we had this idea for sort of like be fun tv thing to do like we could do it here but let's i don't know i don't want to say anything about it yet but it, it, i might do something like from here but i don't want to go there to yeah yeah to yeah spend too much energy because i want to just really concentrate on america now yeah so the uh so obviously things are and this is all new to me so things were really kind of picking up for you and you were you had a lot of acclaim in finland and maybe uh i don't know around europe and scandinavia so when the funniest man in the world uh came about or funniest person in the world came about um how did that occur to you and how how that fall in your lap and what did you do to, well, to the, win that well laugh factory jamie obviously had the idea to do like a competition like that for international comics and uh, yeah. 2014 and i think they just like started to google and try to find like ask people around oh, so the they, world they invited you to like submit they, for they it found like tried to find comics who could represent their country who did who were not like from here but they were doing stuff in english yeah so uh and they found i think they were like 32 or something countries at least uh, and then do you know how they found you i think they googled comedy in finland and they <laughs> found a company called comedy finland who did some shows there and then the guys said that well ismo probably and i think he recommended at least a couple of go- comics yeah from finland and i think there were actually even like two comics from each country on the first round or something so and like it was like no submit yeah. videos and th- the first rounds were just like online so and i kind of somebody called me about that hey do you want to do this competition for america you just have to put a video online and i was like sure whatever yeah, yeah whatever. and i forgot about it and then then like a few months later i kind of oh yeah that competition i think i should go check it <laughs> and then i was like hey i'm i'm in like top 20 now so if i can get on top 10 i have to fly to hollywood which yeah. i've never been of course and uh never been to america i imagine yeah at this point. yeah yeah oh i don't know i've been to america many times like few times i was actually when i was a kid like 14 or something we went to like disney world in florida okay. and yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like new york stuff but uh and then i I think I was in Florida before and New York. I, I've been like a few times, but not much. Yeah. Uh, but never did gigs here. But I did, did gigs in like London and stuff, but not here. Uh, but yeah, so then uh, then suddenly I was like, hey, I have to start promoting this and kind of yeah, of figuring course. out because it was online voting and stuff. And then, then I got top 10 and then I said, okay, I, I guess I'm going to America now. And it was like just like a month. So when you're the top 10, that means you're going to America? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize like that. Like 10 finalists came here. So they flew you over. Well, like I had to like, like it was because it was like a really short notice, basically. Yeah. And I had to cancel like or move gigs in Finland and yeah. get flights and stuff and 
and figure out hotels like okay i guess this so they didn't do that for you they just said hey if you uh, want well they gave some money for it but they like they didn't like book the flights yeah so i had to figure it out then and uh but uh so yeah and and then figure out like accommodation and yeah it was like and i've never been here like it was like i it was really you married at this point yeah my wife came with me your wife came with you so that probably helps make it less scary yeah yeah so you you fly over to hollywood yeah you find airbnb you find a hotel yeah yeah yeah, some actually, it was some. I think it was like a. Mo- I I always drive by. It's on sunset. The first <laughs> first nights I spent here was like some incense, some blue sign with incense suits. Like next, just like uh, it was kind of dodgy. I think it was. I think there was a guy. Guy. One of the first nights there <laughs> was a guy with like the whole face was bleeding who was just oh knocking on doors. So it was yeah, it was not like a super. Like cause it was not a hotel. It was like a. Yes. Everybody's door was just to the parking. Well, lot one there. of the things that people don't realize about people who aren't from here or don't come here is when they think about Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, we're in West Hollywood right now. Um, yeah. Hollywood is just a mile to our east, and and um, you you rarely want to go to Hollywood for anything, yeah, uh, because it's people get shot there all the time. I mean, they're like on the weekend, people are getting shot and killed in Hollywood constantly. There's robberies. There's all sorts of awful stuff, and so um, I think a lot of people come to Hollywood for the first time. And yeah, they're like, "This is Hollywood." Yeah. And well, then, I remember when I first stepped out of the taxi or something. Like, I didn't even have <laughs> Uber. Uh, uh, it was uh, like, it was really like kind of really have to say like kind of disappointed. Like, do you remember the hotel you stayed at? Well, I don't want to talk shit up. I don't remember the name, but it was on Sunset. It was like a... Yes. But I don't remember the name. I mean, name. it's like the Norman Bates Motel. Yeah, motel. It's definitely like a motel that, like, kind of... People have been murdered there by probably, the dozens, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yes. people can... Anybody can knock on the door from the parking lot. But so that's where you go. If you don't know and you're from another yeah, country, people yeah, are like, I'm going to Hollywood. Yeah, you don't know that, like, Hollywood's the place where like dreams go to die and people... Yeah. And, like, it, it was, it's kind of... It, it was... I don't know what I was expecting. Like the sign, I have like I saw Santa Monica Beach, I guess in some picture. Yeah. But that was just like kind of homeless people shouting. And it is. It is. It really, really is. Strange. It's, it's sort of like if you think about Manhattan as Times Square, but I feel like Times Square at least has some vibrancy. And there's the theater district is there, so you go to Times Square. There at least is a feeling like, oh, I'm part of humanity. But when you go to Hollywood Boulevard, it's sort of the dregs of humanity and nobody who actually is from LA or lives in LA goes there and when friends show up from out of town like hey let's go to Hollywood and let's go to the 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 boulevard Hollywood Boulevard the Chinese man's theater like we don't really you don't want to do that trust yeah, me yeah yeah the Chinese theater that yeah, that, that there's all the, all the impersonator costume guys <laughs> yeah, taking pictures and that's full of tourists so you should so you yeah. should appear and then you then you the ten of you had a live showcase at the laugh factory yeah they did it yeah they 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 streamed it online and the show was And then people and voted. So at that yeah. point, it wasn't Jamie making decisions about who's the funniest. It was still an online vote. Uh, yeah, but there were also judges. Maz Jabrani was one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, do, yeah. Who, do you remember who else? Because uh, uh, I imagine you got to do the three judges. That's like protocol Yeah, there now. were like four judges. Uh, yeah. I, so all ten of you want – how much yeah, time did I you do? I remember. Like, yeah. Because Mads I see all the time there, of course, I remember him from, like, yeah. some of the others I don't remember anymore. Sorry. So how much time <laughs> do you do? Do you remember? I think we did, like, ten minutes or eight or ten minutes. Ten or minutes. And it, is it a packed room full of, you know? 
pretty nice. Were you ner yeah. were you nervous? Well, really, because like the also it was a competition that was streamed live. It's so a competition. People are watching it also, and and like everybody here, of course, or whoever is watching here and the live, and it's my first ever gig in America. <laughs> like and you're I, in Hollywood, which yeah. is the pinnacle of, of yeah. entertainment. So I I had never like I had no idea if Americans are gonna like I know that these jokes work in the UK. Sure, but. I had no idea about America. What was your perception of, of Americans and American humor before you got here? Because everyone has some sort of idea or stereotype. Whenever I go to a foreign country, I always try to think about, like I'm going to be in France in a couple weeks, and someone said, oh, by the way, French people love corny puns, and they love wordplay, and they love like silly, funny. And I was like, really? That's what they like? They don't want like derrata and like philosophy? No, they love like really goofy uh, wordplay. Yeah. So... When you were coming to America, did you have an idea about what American comedy was like and that how you m might want to well, approach it? No, like I kind of, I still, ha I have watched lots of American comedy by sure. then. Of course, like all the big stars on like YouTube and everything. So I, I had watched a lot of comedy. Yeah. So I knew that there's so many different styles and types. And and so I I didn't really, I, I didn't have like, okay, all American comedies like this. Yeah, or So yeah, I, I've seen a lot, but I still didn't have any idea like, how like the premise of me like if i come i can say hello and i'm like is it gonna be like oh go back to finland or <laughs> is it gonna be like hey this is interesting like i i don't know yeah like i had no idea like how people but did you think americans live. were dicks basically is what i'm getting at did you think no, oh americans no, I, are I just have no idea like i had no idea how like because i've only seen specials from great comics i had yes. never seen like you know like a regular club night with unknown comics yeah like I don't know how the audience treat unknown comics I know how they treat yeah got Bill it. Burr or somebody so so uh, so that's like I had no idea how how and uh, yeah I hadn't didn't know anything about <laughs> it, but then I just figured that I'll just do the jokes and so I want to acknowledge something right here like I, so I've been an actor and a comic for I don't know whatever long. Um, and I've had like I've had a showcase at like Montreal Comedy Festival and it's kind of like whatever. I've had a showcase. Originally, I showcased the Laugh Factory. But there's never been a showcase where I felt like my life and career will hinge upon this set. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's almost an antiquated concept. Like, this is the set that will make you. So this is crazy because this is kind of that showcase was kind of that. You're yeah. in America, funniest person in the world one of the best comedy clubs in the world, and then you go up there, and I would have been shitting my pants. I wouldn't yeah. have felt like this shit. I would have been yeah. taking a shit. Yeah, I was, of course, super nervous, and and actually, when I saw the video afterwards, I was my hand was shaking. Like, I oh, was, of course. Yeah, so I, I, I noticed that. I don't know if people saw it on my face, but I see it when I watch it, and I, yeah, I yeah, really... Yeah. I was, yeah, definitely. But you nervous. got through all, you, you, you had everything down, you went through it, and it went, was received well, obviously. Yeah, it went but really well, actually. It was like, it, it, it surprised really, you. Yeah, it was like. Like applause breaks and. Yeah, like it was just, it went, like it, it couldn't have gone better, basically. It was yeah. really, really good. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, it, I was just really happy about it. Did you uh, know after that, you're like, I think I'm going to win this? Or you had a suspicion that you might win this? Well, yeah, definitely. I, I, objectively, I was thinking that I think my set was the strongest. But like, I, of course, it's voted people voting of online. Course. So of course, people like finish people Promote love finish. And spend money. And yeah, knows, and like yeah. people, w f what, wh where are they from? And of course, Finland is a tiny country compared to some other yes, countries. There was somebody course. from France and like some bigger countries. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's so you won that competition, great. and then what? What? What's the process after that? 
they give you a little sash that you wear around like Miss Universe and then yeah. the crown. And <laughs> is, is there something right. after that where that it actually, what did that mean to you? Like, what was that the, the thing that made you move here? Well, basically, yeah, because like, well, that's the thing. I never thought about like coming to America before that. Like, it seems yeah. kind of not possible. Like, I didn't know anybody from here. I didn't just, I had no, like, I thought maybe if I like make it in the UK, first then maybe some days i can get some gigs in america but i i had i had no idea but then this was kind of a shortcut that okay you, you're riding to hollywood and yeah and from the forests of finland kind of suddenly and and then then it went so well that that uh, well jamie from the laugh factor of course he he loved it and 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 then he he was like and and actually some of the judges also say that well on the actually when they were giving giving the points or they were saying like well i hope you leave Finland and move here and yeah and I had never like I had basically realized like a month before that that I'm even coming here so <laughs> I had no plans or I have I had just built a house with my wife in Finland we had built a huge house in the middle of the forest and we thought we we're gonna be there forever in the middle of the forest and you go like, well, like li- near Helsinki but still like super yeah. peaceful like countryside like, like so what you so so you did the set you get off stage uh, you're with your wife. I mean, I don't know what the process is afterwards, but is 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 this conversation now in the air? Like, are we gonna fucking? Move yeah, well, like then we then we figured out that okay. Uh, so I think my I could do stand up here. What like did you the, find out that you won after the set? Like right away or like a week later? No, I I was actually I I had a layover on Frankfurt Airport. I, like there was no direct flight even, and there sure. still is. But actually, they're starting it next month. So That's ooh. right. You told me that. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So. Uh, so I was at Frankfurt Airport waiting for the plane to Finland for like six hours or something. It was a crazy flight because I had booked them so last minute. Like and then your Nokia phone rang. Well, then I was just, uh, yeah, I was going online and okay, now the voting is closed or something. So then, when I, and then I started to get lots of like texts from, from people and stuff. So, wow. But yeah, that was so on the way So then what's the next step there? Then you're like at a layover, you're with your wife, you're like, hey. Well, yeah, then, 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 uh, then we figured out that okay, this like I think yeah, let's 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 go back and do some scouting like and then like in April, like that was 2014. So April 2015, we came here and just like talked with people and. And, and your wife was supportive the whole time. She wasn't like yeah. Lucky yeah, man, yeah. Ismo. Lucky yeah. man. So yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's like it's it felt like a hand of fate. Like I wasn't planning to come here. Like I felt kind of like some hand of God or something just yeah. came and lifted Beep. me and dropped me. Like and my wife was like, sure, like yeah, like she was just yeah happy about the whole thing and and uh, I because I I'm. I'm not the most active. I'm kind of a passive. Like I don't like. I wouldn't. I could have never done a thing. Like okay, now I'm gonna just move to America and take a backpack and just. <laughs> like I needed this to happen, kind of, for me sure. to come here. That makes so, sense. So, or something like kind of something opened because. Uh, so I'm really, really grateful for that whole thing because like that that made it possible. And then, then uh, yeah, then. Uh, so your first club that you were in here was obviously probably I'm assuming it was the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. So now you're regular at the Laugh Factory. Jamie loves you, um, but now you work every club in LA seemingly as much as you want. So how did that transition? Because even if you win the funniest person in the world, that doesn't mean the improv doesn't give a fuck about that. The comedy store doesn't care about that. Yeah, right? I guess everybody's a competitor. So, so yeah. So as a passive person, how did you make that next transition from being well, right at the Laugh Factory? Was, all these yeah, well, I, I just I was just here and did did gigs. Then like 2015 December, 
uh-huh. so three years ago. Then we actually moved here. We got a okay. place here and moved here. And I started to do gigs like all the time here and uh, met some comics booked me to do like smaller bar shows and whatever. Yeah. And then somebody booked me to do a show. Some And then suddenly it's just the first year was, was I, I did lots of shows here, a few somewhere. And... Uh, but it was really hard because I didn't have any like representation. Sure. Like of course Jamie helped with some things and and some people said some things. But you never know who says anything and who is yeah. who can you take seriously and who, like it's just people gave advice that was completely opposite to the guy <laughs> <laughs> yesterday and uh, oh, it was yes. just crazy. And oh, then uh, then like uh, maybe like a year more than a year later, I I I found like a manager. So now now I've been with the manager for almost two years and. And uh, that really helps because then somebody actually like someone fighting okay, for you. Which don't you do this. Do this. Do this yeah. Like kind of because yeah. And that's good. You found someone you could trust and you, and yeah. you had your back. And so how did Conan uh, come about? Um. So yeah, that I did just for Lab, the last Montreal. You've been there also. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So just for last Montreal, I did that 2017, and the set there went like crazy. I got a standing ovation. Like is that on? Is that online? I don't know if you can find it. I, I haven't oh, found it on, but I think it aired in like Just for Labs or like sure. in in Canada. I think it aired somewhere there, but I think there's a weird thing. You can't watch videos from there, and they can't watch from here online. I don't That's know. That's crazy. Yeah, I haven't found it online, but but that went, and I I think I I did the ass joke there also. Yeah. Uh, that was so 2017 in the summer, and and people heard about the interesting like and the Booker for Conan heard about that set also, and oh, then great. then like. My manager talked with them and stuff and back and forth, back and, and forth, uh, and then yeah, then 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 they kind of accepted. Okay, the ass joke you can you can do the ass you joke. Can, yeah, I was about to say because it yeah. must have been like because uh, I guess TBS is not really you know NBC or something. Yeah, I think they have loser standards or something. But, but you had to go back and forth a little bit. Did I you pr- you probably want to do the shit joke, but they couldn't. I, I didn't it. have the shit joke. You didn't have the shit joke. Yeah, though. well, oh. I, I think I was working on the shit joke. Like I wrote the ass joke like 2016, <laughs> 17. <laughs> And then the shit joke I wrote like seventeen, eighteen. Well, that makes sense. First ass and then shit. Yeah, that makes sense. So I was kind of working on the shit joke, and then I was like, <laughs> hey, okay, I can do the ass on TV, and then I could do the shit live. So that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I was planning it ahead a bit, but but yeah, luckily they they okayed the ass bit, and then it was like, okay, then just wait, when when we were gonna do it, and then not long, it was January two thousand eighteen, on Friday they called, uh-huh. they called me that okay you. You can do Monday, and then wow. I had like <laughs> two days, yeah. and I managed to do like six gigs yeah, in two days to just do it, it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, over the weekend, and 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 yeah, then I did it, and then it that was so crazy. Like they put it on YouTube first, and their own site, and then like maybe a like a little bit later they put it like a, just a day or like half a day later they put it on Facebook, and on Facebook they actually put just the ass bit because on the set there was like a couple of small bits and then the ass yeah which is like three and a half minutes because the whole yeah. set was like five minutes so they on facebook they put just the ass yeah and that's it suddenly that like shot shot so it was just so what we so when the ass joke when you said shot up how many we're talking about how many views well it just kept going up like it was like okay when they first put it up like okay now it's in like 10 million and we're like jesus what? 10 million and then the following day it was like 25 million and we were like like what? So what? 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 And I'm. What do you do? Like what do I do? I was like, what do I like? My video is going viral now. Yeah. And like it gets like a million views every hour, or so, uh, even sometimes. Yeah, sure. And it's like, what do I do? Like what do I do now? Like I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll play some computer games. I'm just. <laughs> so I played some like 
games and I was just like talking with my wife and we're like with the manager and stuff and and like what 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 should I I think I should be doing something yeah <laughs> like I posted maybe like a couple of times okay we're yeah. up to 25 million or something and then it just kept going up and how, I think how it many, stopped how, yeah when it I stopped. think it stopped like three days later it stopped at like I think it's like 60 60 yeah and then like 60 something maybe 61 or something I and then it kind of kept growing a little bit and then yeah. Colin posted it again at the end of the year uh-huh because that was like January I did it but then like yeah in the end of the year and then it got now which I think it's up to like 70 or 70 million and this is this is the the ass joke yeah but then the shit joke also got viral well I put the shit joke on my YouTube and uh I don't know if somebody ripped it from there and put it on Reddit or something because it went somewhere. My YouTube <laughs> hasn't <laughs> gone viral with that. It's it's I think it's almost up to a million, but some Oh, the the shit joke, really? Yeah, the shit joke. I th- but I it's feel like I watched it and it was a lot more, but okay, yeah. But I think somebody has ripped it and posted it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And it uh like somebody just told me, "Hey, your shit joke is on Reddit first page or <laughs> front page." And uh so Yeah, I I don't even know where where it. So like as this thing is going, and and by the way, I have a little bit of experience with this. I I have a a, a video that I wrote and starred in that got, uh, I think it leveled out about six seventy million as well. Oh, great. Um, it's but it's different because it's a three person sketch. It's how a white man says the n word to a black man. Oh, I have uh, to I haven't watched. I haven't seen. Well, now it's going to be seventy million and one. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a little bit different for me because for me it was actually became viral from this German DJ who put it on his Facebook, and it was right when Facebook was embedding videos, so things would get viral oh, much yeah. quicker because the sitting go on someone's page, it would start playing, it would autoplay. Um, and it was the same thing. It was like it was like two million and eight million by the day. I'm like, what 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 do I what do I do? And I did absolutely nothing, and it hasn't resulted in anything <laughs> for my career. But for you, because it's your writing and your name, and everyone knows that. Uh, did did it change the landscape of the industry for you? Well, it, it definitely did a lot. Like, uh, and I was like a day after that, I was recognized on the street. Like, hey, the ass guy, <laughs> hey, the ass guy, the ass guy. Uh, and, uh, so uh, that happened a few times in like in a few days, and and it still sometimes happens. Of yeah. Course, uh, uh, because of that, and uh, uh, and that. Were, so yeah, definitely that. But still, of course, people watch so many videos. So, like, if you stop 10 people on the street, I guess at least one of them has seen the ass clip, but. They don't know if your they, name If they would ask who was the name of the guy, they might be like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the ask, I don't even mention my name or Finland or anything. It's just just the ass. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. But of course, my name is on the title. But you know, Or in Facebook, is there even a title? It depends. Sometimes there is. I mean, that's a big, big problem with people is that some people have original content they put out there and the content's posted and they're like, my name. I mean, originally what happened with me with the N-word bit was my name wasn't mentioned so i contacted the dj in germany i was like hey can you put my name on and then he put my name on and then the other two comics were like put my name on and they put a name on and then pookie wigginton who did the show chocolate sunday said i want my credit and the producer said i want my credit and then james so then all these people are asking for credit and by the end of it like nobody gives a fuck but it's different with it with a stand-up bit because yeah. it's, it's solely but, yours but actually now when i like on youtube videos there's definitely just the title Yeah. Always. But in Facebook videos, there's like the name of the post or something to post it. But I don't know if there's like a title. Yeah. So, but anyway, so it definitely did a lot. Uh, and uh, then I, uh, I got into a big agency after that also, and uh, quite soon after that, and 
and now I like last year I've been doing lots of uh, touring like headlining I, I did a couple of headlinings and few feature touring like on the road gigs uh, have you been to certain places in America I'm assuming right yeah so have you been to certain places in America where like I've never been to this town and you discover that you have a fan base there you're like wow I'm big well, in now Topeka it, 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 now, now yeah, it, it, yeah. Seems, it seems to have happened now and uh and yeah, so I, yeah, I've been yeah. Last year did a lot of tour, lot of touring and like America in, inside America, and then also I did Montreal and Sydney, Australia, and yeah. uh, more stuff in Canada and and uh, and yeah. This year I'm doing lots of U.S. dates also and yeah. Uh, and uh, so now yeah. Be before we wrap this up, I want to ask. So um, obviously, because L.A. is ultimately about TV and film. Um, I'm sure you have your people are like, okay, we got to get you a sitcom. We got to get you. Do you have a story that you've written? Do you have something to go? Do you, are you pitching stuff? Are you focusing on your stand up? I, you know, Mitch Hedberg has one of my favorite jokes where he talks about being a stand up, but then everyone wants him to be an actor. He oh goes, yeah. That's like people saying, man, you're a really good farmer. Can you cook? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you feel that way? Is acting something that interests you? Uh, it yeah it's definitely if I if I can also write on it and I can kind of give ideas have your own voice of course yeah, yeah. like I I like I wouldn't mind trying acting just like a small character in something why not like to try it I've yeah. never done that basically I've done some acting like theater acting before I started like in just in, like a in the university theater so like just a little bit something but and uh, and I performed a lot but most of my Finnish TV is just me hosting or being myself yeah, yeah, yeah. so. I, I wouldn't mind trying that, but definitely doing like my own sitcom when I can kind of play myself or like some weird version of myself and and write most of the stuff or at least give the ideas. So that that's that's definitely one of the dreams. So yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you because I get, I got asked this last night actually, and and I found myself unable to answer it, which is kind of pathetic. But someone said, "What's the goal?" So for you, what's the goal? Do you have mm -hmm. an idea of what that is, or you just want to keep working and getting better well, and perfecting like, your Like yeah, path? like. Well, well, now at this moment, definitely the, the like the next goal, hopefully, is as soon as possible to do a special. Yeah. Just like record something and publish them. I published tons of stuff in Finland in Finnish, but never anything in English, uh, and except of course YouTube stuff and short yeah. stuff. But so to do a special, because I wanna just put out a special and then start working on the next one and the next one, because I already have like three hours of stuff. So, so sure. So before I forget all the stuff. Of course. And so I. I I definitely want to be uh, like a comic who just comes up with new stuff all the time. Yeah. And goes deeper and deeper into observing humans and yes. myself and stuff. And uh and then sure like do a do a do a like a sitcom or or like a single camera or some some funny show the format doesn't even matter as long as it's like it's observational like stuff that I really like doing yeah. and I really and as long as you're connected creating the the, the Yeah. The project, so yeah. This, yeah, but definitely that'd be a great to do. But actually, that's that's the thing, that's that's a, a joke I've been kind of planning to do also. Like, we comics are kind of stupid because, like, like, like we all want our sitcom. Like, basically, most comics want want a sitcom. Like, sure. But like being a touring comic, we have a headlining. You're making okay money on the road. You work for an hour a night, and you get drunk, and you <laughs> don't even own an alarm clock. Like, you just <laughs> like just have fun, and you just see the world, and you tour, and 
and then your dream is to get a sitcom. And okay, now you got the sitcom. See you 8 a.m. Monday morning at the <laughs> yeah, writer's but, room. But that's actually hilarious. That is a funny joke. You should do that. That's like th- th- that's. Th- I heard that like yeah, it's like 16-hour days for the first three seasons, and it's it's so it's crazy work. You spend your whole life being a child, and they're like, okay, now being adult now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's like I I don't know if I don't, I don't know if comics actually like <laughs> how they handle it if they be really they, they used to kind of have their own schedule. Yeah, like they write something during the day and then they prefer prefer for the gig and have some beers after the gig and stuff. But but then suddenly they have like 16-hour days at an office or <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah, a writer's room is an office basically. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, even though it's kind of the dream and I think the money here is good for that I guess yeah like doing a sitcom in Finland doesn't make you rich I can tell that but here <laughs> here it might so yeah absolutely well Ismail listen man I, th- I think you're really great I always love watching you you're already blown up you're going to blow more and I can't wait to see what's happening and uh and web website know? is ismo.fun because that was free dot fun ismo.fun fun that's I've never heard of that in my that's life. That's it's new. It's it's like I think funds has, dot funds came available like a year ago. I mean, I like the concept of it because like who doesn't like fun? Yeah, it's but cool. who's gonna look into dot fun? It feels like. Well, if you Google Ismo, I think you should find dot fun. But it's it okay. is weird. But because Ismo.com was taken, you can also do like ismocomedy.com and you'll redirect yeah, to of Ismo. Course, of dot course. fun. But yeah, that's the website dot fun. It's weird. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah. And YouTube is Ismo, just Ismo. Yes. So guys, check him out. He's he's one of the best we got working at the Laugh Factor Day. Uh, if you if you haven't seen him, uh, you're gonna love him. Uh, Ismo comedy. Just Google Ismo. His name will come up. Very funny guy. Very nice guy. Thanks for coming, Ismo. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. All right. Signing off from the After Laugh. Bye bye. It's the After Laugh. After Laugh. Welcome to the After Laugh. After Laugh. After Laugh. <laughs> after Laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs> <laughs>